Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Vampires from a Chimney Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Holy cow, okay, these things are partially resistant. I didn't even notice that before. <laughs> So it smacks him in the hat. Ha he smacks this creature in the head with his pan, and the creature is just kind of wavering there. In um, it's dazed. Do I have a day? dazed and blinded? He's hurting. <laughs> uh, not petrified. I think I'm going to say intoxicated. There we go. Oh, there's stunned. I should have said stunned. There we go. That's what I wanted. He's still intoxicated now. He's blinded, intoxicated, and stunned. There you go. Rowan, you're up. So I'm going to drag um, this Pugwampi uh, 25 as close as I can to Rusk. Hey, look, I got another one. Okay. So you have uh, it in your hand and you move it half movement as you dance around with it in hand. So to continue on, you continue your your strength check, but I, I would say because you're trying to dance and make it dance with you, you can do your strength check at advantage versus its Oh, look at that. It rolled a, it rolled a natural 20, so it rolled 16. Can you beat a 16? Well, I can. Let's see if it happens. Wow. Two 14s. No. So you try to dancing around as you're making some two steps and stuff like this, but sadly, your, your footsteps are a little bit too complicated and it can't get the dance just right and it trips over its own feet. And so instead it falls prone, but you no longer have it. You're no longer holding on to it. So that was number 25 is now prone. Normally to break out of a grapple, it's um, on their turn, but okay. Let me be. <laughs> That's fine. I'm just letting you know. Okay. It, it's, it's got covered in poo and it's on the floor. It's covered in poo, <laughs> and it's on the floor. Okay, so you I think it's up rather to there. humiliated. Yep. You can and do then I look else? around. I look around and see if there's any more. I see the one up on the table, okay. Hey, you're next! Okay. So I'm going to walk up there, but that's that's my action. Sure. Alright, Falker, you're up again. Uh, Falker is going to stick his tongue out, like he's kind of peeking from behind the big chef. Yes. <laughs> like grins at the, at the, Pugwampi, 
then he's going to point his finger, get cold, and do Ray of Frost. Okay. Is it just going to be a regular Ray of Frost? Yeah, nothing special about this one. Smashes into the one. Okay. What are your damage? Which one is damage? It's damage. And with that, the, the cold smashes into it as it's sitting there weaving around and it smashes into it and it just disintegrates in front of you. Woohoo! Enter. Okay. I am just getting rid of people from the other map. Okay, this guy. So this is the one, he is latched onto your leg, Zach. He is. And so as he's latched onto your leg then, what he starts to do is he is, he's holding on with one, one hand and he's giggling as he holds on. <laughs> and he starts to try to pee in your boot. So, I think that is going to be a dexterity for this guy. Oh, you're kidding me. We both rolled a five, but he's got a plus two and you get a plus three. So, as he's holding on to you and he manages, he tries to sit there, you're not actually sure what it is because you've never seen one of these things do it. And it's not like he reaches down to unzip his pants. Instead, he basically plugs his nose with his hand and liquid starts coming out of his ear as he aims to put it in your boot, but it, he completely misses it. And, and he's like, that's his turn. Is that a sound of relief? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, Zach, what are you going to do? Well, I'm standing there with a, uh, a full load in my shorts and I've got a poke wompy hanging on to my leg. So clearly I've got a couple of options, but I think I'll just go with the jumping up and down option, which should uh, loosen the uh, excrement from the interior of my shorts, which will fall down straight onto his head. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't make the poo show up in your shorts. It it used prestigitation. It covered your pants in poo. In that case, it's a bum drop. Okay. So what you, you're going to do is it's holding on to... So describe this a bit better to me. It's holding on to one of your legs. It's holding on to one of my legs. And since the exterior of my trousers is now covered in poo, I'm going to do a bum drop straight onto its head. So you're just basically going to sit down on it? More like what you do on a trampoline. It's a, it's a leap up into the air, probably oh. getting a good height, half twist. Make sure that uh, you can get its head under your bum properly and... As you come down, you you compact its head between your bum cheeks and the floor. Okay, that sounds like uh, acrobatics or dexterity to me. Yeah, pretty much an acrobatic thing. So, uh, and for that, he's got to do, because that's contested athletics. All right, he rolled a 13 minus 4 is a 9. You rolled a 6 plus 3 is 9. So, you jump up in the air... Uh, trying to get this. So what do you say as you're in mid-leap and you aim just right, you've got him on your leg and you're about to land on him. Anything that you say as you come barreling down towards the floor? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. You just stare. Is there anything on your, any expressions on your face? 
any feelings in your heart as you come landing on top of this guy? Well, this would be just straight out concentration. All right. You concentrate mightily thinking on blasting this guy to bits with your poo covered things. You succeed. You jump up and you land on top of it. So you can give me uh, this would be. So what is your strength score? Oh, not very good. All right. So roll me a D4. 1d4 okay so you land on, on top of him this is number 12 and you crush him and he's just like <laughs> and he says something in a strange language so this one is there and what he's going to do with the eggs being right next to him, he grabs a couple handfuls of eggs and he smashes them together to drop the eggs on top of your head, Rowan. So that to me sounds like it is going to be to break eggs, to grab them and break them. It's just going to be dexterity versus your, it could be athletics or acrobatics, whichever you like. You rolled a 10. So he, he smashes a, a couple handfuls of eggs, trying to shake them out on you, but you manage to, in your spinning moves, manage to dance out of the way. He is unable to get onto you. All right, Atreya. Nuh-uh, you missed me. Can I see both of the uh, Pukwampis that are west of me? The one is, that's on the table at the same time as the one that is in front of me? Or do I have to shift focus? So you were able to very clearly see the one that came from the, the dancing one who's laid flat in front of you. Mm. So the number 25 and a number 12 because of their actions. When you guys came down the stairs, you were aware of them. The one that is on the table and just broke some eggs. You can What you can see is you can see a couple hands that are covered in egg yolk, but that's about all you can see. But from your corner of your eye, you can see a little better. So the number 19 is at disadvantage, whereas 25 and 12 would be just normal. Okay. Um, well, 25 is covered in poo and prone beneath the Zach, so she cannot really see him. The question is if that can affect both Number 12 and 19. No, no, Zach, the 12 is beneath Zach. 25 is prone in front of you. Oh, right. Okay, so, yeah, the question was if I can affect both 19 and 25. As she focuses, um, but 25 is, or 19 is, is half-wise. Mm. Invisible, so it's just going to be the one in front of her. And in, in Elvish, she says... I don't know what she says. What does she say? Hold on. <laughs> Got to check. What, 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 can so, I even read that? Yes. What ends up happening is okay. inside Fantasy Grounds, you can choose a language and you type it and I know. it shows up I've in the I've already did it. Yeah. No. Yep. Yep. So I'm just going to read that out in clear speech. Yep. Uh, she says, und, und, und. And she says, uh, yeah, she, she shouts it out and looks at the one in front of her mm -hmm. and makes a dry piece of bread that is super large and fills their entire mouth appear between between their teeth 
so they have to chew it up. Okay. And their mouth is getting drier and drier, and she's gonna just keep keep doing that uh, over and over. Okay, I like where you're going. So this is gonna again be wisdom, but I like what your where your where your brain is with this. So I'd say do it at advantage. Nineteen, indeed. So you manage to form and, and concentrate hard, and you imagine bread, a big, big chunk of bread filling up their mouth. So it's either they chew it or they're going to choke. For sure. So that was definitely on twenty-five, and you said you were going to, you were also concentrating on. That was on twenty-five. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I was I was gonna I was gonna concentrate on nineteen, but if if it's invisible, so advantage for twenty five and just regular that would be for regular 19. for nineteen then because they balance out. So just roll another one. Yeah, okay. That, that I was gonna say a DC ten. So that one, you the bread just shows up just shy of its of its mouth. And then it falls and hits it on the shoulder, and you see it hit. hit you can see it hit and then bounce off and fall uh, on the table before uh, ruin. Okay. So Pug won't be twenty-five. Can I re-roll with a hero point? You'd have to declare before. Okay, that's just the bonus d6, right? Yep, so and, and then again, all that is is at the top of your screen, you just double click the five and that would automatically put mm. that in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I didn't announce it, so. Yeah. Okay, so 25 is now choking. Okay. Anything else you're going to use? Staying put? I'm staying put. All right. So the one who is choking he gets up frantically as he is sitting there and he is running around in circles as he is trying to dig the uh, bread that continually seems to be the same size as uh, Atreya keeps on concentrating. So he is just basically running around. I wonder what I should say for that. He's, so it's not stunned. I think intoxicated would work. Ah, uh, no, poisoned. That makes more sense. Okay. And Russ is looking there, and he goes, oh, "Volker, well done, my my child. Excellent work. Are there more of those little things? I've seen all kinds of dancing in my kitchen. Show me where they are." Okay, and this one here, he leaps towards you thorn because his hands are still covered in egg yolk as he tries to grab you around the neck for a hug and you see what else let me think here yeah so he's just going to try to leap on you and and give you a hug around the neck so that is that is a three well, let's see if I can save that. So can I use um, acrobatics or yeah. is this just strength? Athletics for acrobatics as the recipient. 
<laughs> he rolls a seven. Minus four is three. You roll a two. Plus five is seven. So I, once more, the lithe moments, lithe movements of Rowan as she continues her dance in front of this one are to your advantage as he leaps for you. But you quickly spin out of the way and he is now on the ground before you. Okay. So this one is the one that you are sitting on. So he is prone. So he is going to try... He should also have the poo effect as well. Yeah, he's got the poo effect on him not too Sure. Because that matters. He is going to try to struggle to get free of you. So this is contested strength. So he rolled a 10 to your one. So he manages to struggle out and gets out from being under you. So he's no longer restrained and he stands up. So that means he is no longer prone. He does not like that you've got the poo on him. So he reaches up and grabs the fish and tries to smack you with the fish. But he misses you clearly. The, sh the fish being so big in his tiny hands that he is unable to connect. All right, Rowan, you're up. Okay, Rowan's gonna gonna dance around this pugwumpy. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Ooh, you like playing with food? Oh, I've got a, I've got something for you." And I'll pick up this jug and I'll start pouring it all over him, mm -hmm. and then drop drop the uh, container on his head afterwards. Okay. Is it just uh, okay? Roll me. So let's just say inside that container can be milk, wine, syrup, glue. So I, that's all I came up with in a quick time. So what is what is glue doing in the kitchen? You mean honey? Well, that would be the syrup. Anyway, I rolled one, which is milk. Yeah. So you dump milk all over him. All right. So um, again. Uh, to do that, that's your dexterity attack roll. Okay. I'll add a... I think add... So plus your proficiency, so what plus is that? Plus a prof, so that makes it seven. So not so good. Yeah, yeah, okay, plus five, seven. Okay. But I'm going to I'm gonna hero point it. Or do I have to do it before? I have to you do have it before to the roll, don't I? Yeah, before. no, that's fine. It's all good. Great. Uh, so yes, you uh, try to, so you pour milk on him and I mean, it goes down the front of his shirt and stuff like this, but hoping that it might've been something more, uh, disastrous, it is not as bad as you would have thought. He's just covered in, he's just got milk on him. At Unless least he's were... easier to see now. Ah, yes. Okay. True enough. No more disadvantage. He's clearly visible. Uh, that's my turn down, I think. Okay. Zach. I shall uh, grab a hold of one of the frying pans that's still on the table, because there's still a couple left, Yep. and bring it down square upon the head of the Pugwampi number 12. All right. So it is no longer prone as it, as it stand up, and you grab at a frying pan, and you swing wide, and, but you you grabbed it really quick off the table and just swung before you even looked at where you aim and you completely missed. Okay, uh, this one here, 
uh, continues to dance about as it tries to remove the piece of bread. Bread. I'm just wondering. The only thing that makes sense is dexterity. And what did you roll before? You rolled a. Nineteen, I believe. Yeah. Yep. He continues to dance about, uh, trying to remove the bread, and he is still unsuccessful. Russ, now clearly being able to see these guys, he runs up to move towards this guy, and he's going to try to smack it with his pan on this guy. And indeed, he smashes into it. Does a bit more damage to it, but it still manages it. Now it's moving about much more slower. You can definitely tell that it is on its last legs. Atreya. Is number 19 next to row invisible now? Yes. Covered in milk. Okay. So... She will focus on, on both now, uh, or one more time, more so, and try to replicate the effect. So you can't concentrate twice? So if you are going to try to do the same thing to number 19, that would mean you are removing the concentration from 25. Okay. I was able to do it for both last round, so I th thought I could, because I can see them in one line, right? You have to refocus or Review. Yeah, I, I, this is me scrambling at trying to make this all work through imagination. So, um, yeah, because that's I why did, I asked if, yep, if yep, she can yep, look that's at fine. both if without I said so before, shifting her focus. Yeah, if I said it before, then we'll continue on with that. So, I won't uh, contradict myself. So, yeah, okay, do it. Another wizard. Yep. And uh, because do you I can see clearly now, it's at advantage. Oops. Um, okay. okay. Do I need to uh, hold up the other one or keep up? Uh, or does it just work from last round? I'm going to say that this is now uh, the role for this round for for both of them. So okay. here they need to, they you, as before it was just a DC 10. So you did mean you, this time you rolled a 13. So you did beat that. So now this too also has a big loaf of bread in his mouth as well. Okay. Cool. And you're staying put? Yep. Alright, Falker. Uh, Falker sees the one pick up the fish. Yep. But Falker believes the fish must still be alive and will start flapping aggressively to get out of its hand. Does it stay the same kind of fish? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, same, same kind of fish. DC ten and your wisdom. All right. Indeed. So the fish the fish starts madly uh, shaking in order to get out of his hand. Number twelve. Number twelve rolls. A one, and it pops him in the face with its tail. <laughs> it rolls a minus one. 
Oh, that's got to be a crit, doesn't it? So the fish is madly moving about in his hand, and it manages to, with that, with a minus one, yeah, it smacks him in the face, so roll a 1d4. 1d4. Oh. <laughs> one. Oh, this is that one. Number 12. Oh, wow. Okay. So it is... Basically, it is moving around, barely stable on its two feet as it's it's standing, trying to keep focus. Okay. You staying put, is, or is that it? Ah, uh, yeah, I'll stay there. Okay. And turn. Oops, sorry, Rowan, back up to you again. Wow, this is a really high initiative roll. It's crazy. Hmm. Okay, um, I'll pick up the other jug that's there and yep. try and do the same thing, but actually clip him across the head with it. Okay. So you are just going to smack him with a jar. All right. Yeah. So just roll an attack, I guess. Yep. <gasps> what happened to the pot that the one was carrying? I got killed by the... Or just dissipated by the uh, ray of frost. The pot is on the on the floor where uh, it used to be, right here. So, what was the liquid? Can we see? It or can the other see? Because it was a stew. Ooh. So you smash it in the head with that pot. So that as well is going to be a one d four. Easily connecting with it, using all of your strength, you smash at it, and you do nineteen. You do that. But it, it takes the it takes its lumps, or actually, what's your what modifier do you have with that? Uh, for, for, for dexterity or strength? With a pot, I think a pot would be strength, wouldn't it? Because it'd be bludgeoning. Okay, it's it's zero. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah, so that's uh, that's all it does. Half damage. Okay. Stay down. Just stay down. Go on. Okay. This one's uh, covered. Now, in when you say milk. stay down, honey and milk. Give me your give me your uh, wisdom check as you say stay down. No, he shakes that off and he grits his teeth and he's like in in broken common. No. I stick my tongue at it, out at it. Okay. He goes for your tongue. He leaps up to try to get at your tongue. How tall are these things? Oh, they're tiny. Oh, boy. That is going to be one hell of a leap. <laughs> the other one was a 17. So he leaps to get at your tongue. He's unable to get it. And so in mid-leap, he is uses his prestigitation to basically... Uh, um, could it do that? No. Fart. I was hoping it could unbutton your trousers. No. I'm wearing a dress. He is going... <laughs> of course. He, in revenge... He basically makes you covered in milk instead as he leaps at you, going for your tongue, not able to get it, 
Instead, he covers you in milk. All right, Zach. Yep, frying pan to the head again. Okay. Uh, you managed to connect to his head directly. And with this, you smash into his head. How exactly do you smash into it that makes him poof into a puff of smoke? Well, he's, he's so small that it'd be just, just straight flat um, frying pan, horizontal, parallel to the ground, and you just crush him like a pancake. And indeed, you managed to do this time. Uh, it is unable to keep its own feet and mind in place so that when you smash into it, you do crush him just like he was a mosquito. And on the bottom of the frying pan is a little bit of red and green goo. Okay. Uh, this one here is going to... Dive embarrassment? What did the other one do about the bread, by the way? Yes, he's still doing that. That's right. So he is going to do his... In order to get it out, uh, this was okay. Wow, damn. All right. So he struggles again to get the bread out and he is unable. So that's six, 12 seconds. He's still okay. He's not, he's not dead from yet, but he is still unable to get it out. So Russ will once more, Chef Russ will smack at him with his frying pan, but he Denied. Well, this is where a critical hit, we said, causes exhaustion with the new rules. So that wasn't a critical hit. That was a critical fail. So, and I got to turn off the hit and fumble effects. But what he does is he swings for this one as it scrambles to get the, the bread out of its mouth. And as he swings, as it's pulling, pulling at it, it is timed just wrong so he swings and spins spins around and he basically spins so that he falls on his own ass so he is prone all right atreya you're up you're concentrating mm -hmm. are you maintaining your concentration on these two well since uh the one over at rowan didn't didn't even didn't even care for the bread and showed no effect um, gonna stop focusing on that, and instead, the mustache of Russ begins to grow violently until it becomes like two, two ropes, and it's gonna grab the Pugwampi and hold it in place. Now you can hit it. Now you can. So he's prone, so you want, you're using your imagination. So this would be a third concentration. So this time I'm going to say three concentrations, not, not a go. And remind me, sometimes I will no, forget. I, I, so Pug119, I did forget that you put, we put the bread in his mouth. So yeah. just I, don't I, feel, I free, feel free to when, interrupt when me his, if I forget, because I do. Yeah, yeah, I will. But, but the, the term was over when I realized. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, yep, as I said, she she stops focusing on on the bread and yep. uh, just goes for the mustache. So to make Russ's mustache grow, it's going to be a little bit more difficult than the others, which was a DC ten. So I'm going to say this is a DC thirteen that you got to beat for wisdom to make his his mustache grow. 
20. All right, so uh, his mustache starts growing quickly and starts wrapping around the one that is right in front of him as you shout to hold on. But he is freaking out because he, yes, he might be prone, but all of a sudden his mustache starts growing. He's like, oh, what the hell be going on here? Dios mio, says my cousin from way back over in the other country. I can't understand what's going on. My poor mustache. This is crazy. Give me a knife. I must cut it off. The devil got me. And so, well, that's what he starts shouting, but it's not really his turn. But anyways, yes, his mustache is growing and wrapping around Pokemon beat number 25. All right. Doing anything else as you concentrate on that? Uh, yeah, as, as that happens and he doesn't seem to be uh, in any situation where he would actually hit it, she's going to move over ready to pick up the frying pan herself. Okay. All right. Fulker. Fulker will zip around and uh, <laughs> he's going to punch him in the back of the head. <laughs> Hiya! All right. So you've got him flanked, so that's an advantage. And it's held in place. Can't move. Yeah. Hold on a second. That's right. I should put that on. Where is that? There we go. All right, so you managed to unarm strike him, indeed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he's held in place and stuff like this, but with your, your young boyish muscles, you try to put some fierceness into it. And unfortunately, I mean, it's like punching into a leather bag. No effect. Actually, my hand, my hand kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah, your hand kind of hurts. Ow! Indeed. <laughs> That was not smart. Zach. <laughs> Zach is going to move. He's getting frustrated because these guys aren't going to go down. Hmm. Well, you haven't used much imagination. You just grabbed a physical object. Yes. Uh, now I am going to cast a spell on him. Are you now? I am. Guiding Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You... Focus your mind towards whatever god that you pray towards, and you send a blast of energy at which one? 19, and it smashes into 19. So yeah, do your damage. Uh, and a, a, what, do you want to explain what it is as this bolt of radiant light smashes into this thing? Um. It's kind of like when you take a chicken, wrap it in alfoil and stick it in a microwave. Um, lots of spark, lots of smoke, the microwave catch on, catches on fire and everything dies. Yeah, that that's, <laughs> sounds pretty apt because that's exactly what happened. Hi, <sighs> Falker. Uh, you just seen Falker, this Zach time, do something extraordinary. Yeah, it was, it was pretty incredible. Um, is the fish still flopping on the ground yes it is i would like to take the fish by the tail yep and kind of toss it 
while imagining very hard that it's a piranha. <laughs> Toss okay. it at them. So you're going to turn a fish into a large piranha to what, consume number 25? Well, I mean, it, it might start nibbling at them. <laughs> All right. So I would so say that is to beat to make that happen wisdom wise I'd say you need to beat a DC 13 there you go so uh, you rolled a 15 so the fish turns into a large piranha okay and I I just toss it all right and you (laughs) very 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 low hand toss by the tail towards uh, the 25 and so uh I would say underhand toss for accuracy is what I is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so advantage on your dexterity as you underhand toss it, so advantage. Seventeen. There you go. 18. Indeed, you managed to get it to land exactly where you wanted. So you can do a one D six piercing damage on it. Okay. <laughs> Two Oops. more. What is it? Okay, yep, all right. So it's not looking good as that piranha takes a big bite out of its neck and some blood starts gushing out of it and it's like... Ow, 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 ow. Uh, Russ is uh, reaching for one of his big... What do you call those big knives that they use to cut the meat with? Butchering knife. Steak knife? No. (laughs) (laughs) The big knife. (laughs) His butchering blade, because, you know, every chef must have a butchering blade. And he grabs at his butchering blade because he is about to hack his uh, mustache off that's growing wildly. His eyes are open wide as he's freaking out. And he's like, children, children, we need to get out of here. The devil be in here. And he starts hacking at his beard. All right, Rowan, you're up. So I look towards the the last uh, Pugwampi and I see that it's still got the poo uh, on it. And... Mm. I imagine the poo starting to spread and covering its whole body. Okay. And personally turning it into like a a poo cocoon. All right. To make a poo cocoon, I think sounds like a DC 13 (laughs) as well. For what what am I rolling though? Wisdom. Because you're using your imagination to do this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do a hero point as well. Sure. So roll that first. Oh, nice, a six. So drag that into your modifier box and then roll your wisdom and beat a DC 13. Let's see you do it. Come on. Oh, Oh, no. 11. Not quite. The poo starts forming up around its, its... Well, I'll say you got half of him covered. Which half do you get him covered? The top half, obviously. All right. So I'm going to say that he is now, because you got the top half, well, he's still choking. That choking was removed because uh, Atreya no longer concentrated on that. Now he's choking because the top half of him is covered in, in a poo cocoon. So he's still choking, so I eat poisoned. And still caught up with a mustache. Atreya. Um, she picks up the frying pan. And offhandedly says, Just use your imagination, you dummy. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I did mean it. And then... Uh, swings overhead with both hands with a, with a frying pan at that thing. Okay. Does she get advantage because it's... So I don't think you need to worry. It'll be at advantage with poisoned and restrained on it, so... Swing, swing, swing away, batter. So you just use your unarmed strike uh, for the attack. You smash into it two-handed with the frying pan. And because of your effort, you can make this a 2d4 because you're two-handing the frying pan. Yeah, it's already dead with one. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Uh, with that, you know, you smash into the poo cupboard. So you don't see as you smush it other than green and red mixes in with the poo color that's everywhere. And with that, it is no more. Okay. Drea quickly looks looks over to the chef and imagines the mustache grows back to normal size. And it's probably a tiny bit longer than it was before because she doesn't quite remember how long it was. And just gives it a little, an extra little twirl. I either be devilry in this kitchen. Today of all days, this be the Pixie Festival. The Pixie Festival and, and there'll be devil in my kitchen. I've got so much work to do. Children, children, you have saved you have saved the food for the festival, I tell you. I will tell the mayor how greatly you've helped me. But what was this that attacked my kitchen? We we don't know. But I think we need to help more. The entire town seems to be in trouble with these people. Infested these little... with pug wampies. They're pug wampies. Right. Pug wampy. I call I call them anti-unicorns. They're the exact opposite of a unicorn. They're small. They don't have horns. They don't have long faces. They smell. Although that one had a long hair. <laughs> I do not understand, Pugwampi. They be part of the pixie people. Why would they do such a thing? Oh, they even stalked in Elvish. Hmm. They all be nothing but a legend in, in, in folklore. and There would be no such real thing. Why, this would be something I need to talk with the mayor. No, no, they are. They are real. Fairy Queen said they were real. Who? Oh, the Fairy Queen. Hmm? Nobody! Come on, we need to leave! Natrea <laughs> hustles around the table and tries to um, move outside. And as she does that, she also. Oh, does, does the mustache grow, grow back? Uh, n now that you have time to concentrate on it, you would be able to concentrate fully and put your attention okay. into it so that, yes, it grows back. And he's just sitting there, and instead of fear, he's just completely befuddled. Okay. So, yeah, sh that happens before, right? And now, as she's moving towards the door, she uh, also puts the stew back in, in the pot and lifts the pot up so it's upright. How do you be doing such things, Atreya? This is so very extraordinarily strange. I, I, 
I cannot believe. But look. You have to believe. You have helped me in my kitchen today. I will give you something very special. Stay put. And he goes uh, and rummages around in a shelf and he brings out a special pot that you guys all know very, very well. And he pops the lid off of the pot and inside there are some of his most famous donuts. Oh. <gasps> oh. Atreya comes running back. Now you don't be telling your mother I gave you this. But well done, children. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, actually, I try and say it while I'm eating. Now off with you. I need to be talking with the mayor. Thank, thank you so much. Nom, nom. Okay. And then I'm going to start heading back up the stairs, imagining that my pants are now clean. <laughs> Again, not having to, to focus on anything else other than doing that, you manage to, with your imagination, clean your pants. You were no longer covered in poo. And you, you said you were going to go back upstairs? Yeah, because that's where the fairy godmother is. No, that's not where she is. She's outside. That's where we last Next saw to the her. Fountain. Yeah. She you told us to meet her at the fountain. Oh, After okay. we also helped somebody else, right? No, no. Was second After she, you guys helped deal with the Pugwampies downstairs. Yeah. Zach, it's the wrong way. Zach! But I think that's a good place to call it for tonight. So you guys, at this point, heading out of the inn, having gotten your donuts to meet with Saffron once more. Okay? That's cool. Okie doke. Are they plus one donuts? I mean, plus one plus donuts. One donuts. Yeah, plus one donuts, they do plus one to something. Hmm. <laughs> plus one to flavor. Maybe I should think about something like that. Plus one donuts. That's an interesting idea. Awesome. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Fawn of the Tiefling Bard. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib, or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, Please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu. Mm-hmm.